I am on the line today with Catherine Salameka. Catherine, are you there? I am here. Hello, hello. <laughs> awesome. Glad to have you, Catherine. Um, so just to get started, I'll go ahead and introduce you to my audience so I know who you are. So Catherine is the owner of Pink Cloud 9 Productions, which is a, uh, a production company. You guys help with social media and getting people out there. Um, and small businesses, that kind of stuff. So I guess to start off with, why don't you tell us a little bit about what your business is about, what you do, who you serve, um, and we'll go from there. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate you having me on the show. This is really cool. Always love to uh, be interviewed and interview people. So my business, Pink Cloud 9 Productions, does social media promotions. We market, we advertise your business. I work with a lot of authors. I work with a lot of podcasters, and I do commercials, shout-outs, sponsors, um, sponsorship, mentorship, I, and mentions. And it's just I'm all over Twitter. I'm all over Snapchat, TikTok, <laughs> Pinterest, even Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And so you primarily work with, uh, like, local-based businesses or online brands? Who's your primary audience? Online brands, for sure. Authors, podcasters of any genre, and business owners of any genre, mostly, like, health and wellness, have come up to me, and also even some chocolatiers. Chocolatiers, that's fun. I actually, my, my very first job that I worked for, I spent two weeks working for a chocolatier before my mom decided I was too young to have a job. I was about 14 and a half, and I was riding my bike, and I learned a little bit about how to do chocolatiering, and my mom decided I was too young to have a job, so I only lasted a couple of weeks, but I did get to learn a little bit about chocolatiering. So, my, uh, my first question then for you is, uh, we, we say this show all the time, you're, um, every good comic book hero has an origin story, right? It's the thing that made them into the hero they are today. And I basically want to hear that story from you. Were you a born a hero? Were you bit by a radioactive spider that turned you into an entrepreneur? Um, or did you start a job and eventually move to become an entrepreneur? Basically, just want to know where you came from and how you actually got into this whole business of being a, a social media influencer for businesses. Thank you so much. Yes, so Pink Cloud 9 is sort of a superhero as of sorts. And it was a progression. I am bipolar. I have anxiety. I have ADHD. I have PTSD and BPD. And if you don't know what those things are, just Google them. Borderline personality disorder, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. I mean, it's, it's mental health is really huge. And I've been diagnosed with these since 2007. So it's been a while. And um, then I started uh, doing a lot of drugs and a lot of alcohol, and I got arrested. This is the Borges story. You wanted to know it. So I spent some time in jail, and when I came out of jail, the judge, and I was unmedicated, no pharmaceutical. So I was kind of like a wild, crazy monster running around, doing really just heinous things, robbing, stealing, cheating, whatever I could get my hands on, however, you know, just street, street, streetwise, right? And so the judge said, you can either have uh, 10 years of prison time or you can get uh, into rehab and recovery. And that was three years ago in 2017, and that's when Pink Cloud 9 was born. Awesome. So Pink Cloud 9 was really, it was part of a recovery from some lifestyle stuff. How has that, how's that uh, helped you sort of get out of, out of some of the, the, the past life where you are now? So uh, as far as mental health 
and and addiction recovery is concerned, uh, I'm 100% sober and I am 100% on pharmaceuticals. I take four medications a day. I take an antipsychotic and a mood stabilizer. And if I don't get on, stay on these meds, if I go three, four days without them, I get very aggressive and start turning into a monster again. And so uh, recovery at 12-step programs and counseling and psychiatry and nurses. And I have a whole team of people that help me stay in line. So because I uh, was arrested, I had uh, I have a felony. So the job that I had prior to my felony, I'm not able to do that any longer because of the felony. So then I had to start kind of coming coming up with different uh, ideas of how am I going to financially sustain myself. And so I have been a server. I have been a waitress. I have been a radio talk show host. And that's how I began. I'm also an actor and an author and a blogger. And I make money from those things too. And it just, it, little by little, it's just started, this is where you should go. This is where you should go. Because I kept seeking and seeking and seeking because I can't do what I used to do, which was like a nine to five job. So I had to, and because of COVID, because of COVID, I had to find some online resources, financial resources, and that's how this business began. Yeah, that's really cool. It's uh, interesting to hear how how people use entrepreneurship in different ways, and you've used it to overcome some uh, some struggles in your life, and that's really a cool place to be. So what I want to talk about then is your superpowers, right? We say every iconic hero has a superpower, and you know, whether that's a fancy flying suit made by genius intellect or the ability to call down thunder. In the real world, heroes have what I call a zone of genius, right? It's a skill or it's a set of skills that you were born with or you developed over time um, that really energize all the rest of your skills. Your superpower is what sets you apart and really lets you help other people, right? Help them slay their villains, so to speak, and help them on their journeys. Um, so if you had to nail down, what's your one superpower that's really helped you grow your business? confidence I have extreme amount of confidence in not myself so much but in my uh, spirituality I believe that spirituality the universe nature all um, revolves around us being connected and so I have confidence in my spirituality that uh, I will be directed in the correct way and to the correct people does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. So with that confidence, does that come across in your ability to actually do the uh, sales work that's needed for your, your business to actually you know, close new business and that kind of stuff as well? Yes, because, of course, people come to me and they're like, well, um, are you sure that you want to you know, talk about my product? Are you sure that you want to tell people about what I do or what I sell or my books or my podcast, because for some reason, it's mostly like new uh, coming into also their own businesses and entrepreneurs. A lot of people come with low confidence to no confidence. They're just doing things and they're just like, well, maybe, maybe this is going to work. Maybe this is not going to work. So I, I uh, tell, give them the confidence. You can do this and you will do this and this will succeed and you keep going and you don't quit. Like, hey, here's here's like our plan for what we're going to do with your social media um, that you know sort of helps us build 
that confidence in them? I do. I do. I have a, uh, a sort of media kit, a press kit that I send them out, and uh, it gives them the outline. I do, uh, for example, one of the packages is three times a day for two weeks promotion commercials. And so, you know, yeah, I have a little bit of a <laughs> uh, structure. A little bit. of your superpower is the uh, fatal flaw, right? Just like every Superman has their kryptonite or Wonder Woman can't remove their bracelets of victory without going mad, you probably have a flaw that's held you back in growing your business, right? Something you struggled with. For me, it was things like perfectionism that kept me from shipping for lack of self-care that I, you know, I let my clients walk all over me. Uh, but more important than the flaw is sort of how have you worked on it, right? So sure. people who might be listening can learn a little bit from you and how you've worked on overcoming that to still continue to grow your business. Um, so what would you say that is for you? Well, it would have to be, I know this is going to sound, but it's like an energy thing. Like, for example, because I'm bipolar, I have my depression times and my mania times. Now, for people, they'll call that. The, the doctors, that's what they'll call it. Me, because I am bipolar and I've lived with this my entire life since uh, high school, since puberty, well, before that, probably, but, you know, really got really got out of hand, like, in my, when I was, like, 16, 17, 18. And so, I've been living with this for, like, ever now. I call my mania my creative side and my depression my low-energy side. And so, when my low-energy comes in, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be online. I don't want to be seen. I don't want to do shows. I don't want to interview. I don't want to do anything. And then, my mania will hit, and I'm like, I want to do everything, Right? So I've looked at the cycles, and for example, I have nine months out of the year where I am manic creative, and I am about depressed or low energy about two to three months, you know, out of the year. And so in that time, that's when I say, I'm not taking in any clients, I'm just going to take a break, and that's when I start, it's kind of like where I start re-energizing, and so I can get ready for the next boost. Does that make sense? <laughs> It does, it does. So it's, it's more on learning how to manage your own energy levels and figuring out, okay, when I'm feeling like this, this is when I can actually go out and do good work for my clients uh, versus trying to, I guess, fight with your, your own natural uh, energy levels. Yeah, cycle. It's like a, a mental cycle. It's the serotonin, the dopamine, the chemistry, balance and imbalance working with and against each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So when you when you get into sort of the depressive cycles, do you do do you still do things that help push your business forward, even though they're not maybe public or out of the thing, like planning that kind of stuff, or do you just completely shut it all off? I completely shut it all off, and I go into my zone and I sing out loud and I do in my home by myself, not in front of the camera. And so in those two to three months, I'm just I'll shut off I'll shut off everything. Like you won't see me. You won't know I exist, like I disappear from the social world, the social media world, the online world, and then um, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll cook, I'll bake, I'll dance around, you know, I'll do karaoke, I'll meditate a lot, I'll pray a lot, I'll just re-energize and get creative again so that I can have, a, so I can be ready for that next boost, that next burst of energy of creativity of I mean so you know it's it's an artist's work yeah yeah it makes a lot of sense so just 
for, for someone who's doing what you do, right, like your your social media influence and your impact is a big part of the, the, the your value that you're offering to your clients. How does that, those off periods, how does that affect what you're doing? Do you have to, like, spend time at the beginning of your next creative period to, like, build that back up and build the attention or... How does that, how does that sort of affect your business cycle? Well, when I start to feel that I'm starting to spend more time in bed, not get out, not want to be, not even want to step foot outside at all on the porch, nothing. When I start to feel that way, that's when I will communicate with my clients. I'll say, look, I'm going to finish this project with you, but I'm not going to, for like, you know, the next two, three days or like next week, one week, I'll finish out the project because it's a project-by-project basis, you know? And so I'll finish out the project, but then after that, um, if I could have, you know, some time, I will reach out to you again when I am ready to work again. So, you know, my clients are really super cool people and uh, very understanding and um, amazing. I love them. Yeah, that's really interesting. So uh, this is just a thought from my head. One of the things that uh, I know that like I do in my business is I look for um, places that I have my own weaknesses like my fatal flaws and I have brought in team members that help do those things like for instance the gentleman who does all the editing for my podcast his name's Mark he's a really great guy I used to try to edit my podcast myself but I'm terrible at it he's fantastic Um, Mm -hmm. and so have you have you uh, considered or thought about doing that kind of thing? Like can we get to you know you can actually have someone else handle your projects during those off off periods and have have you know have another team member that comes in and sort of helps shore up those periods. Well, um, you know it's really hard because like it's one account, not one account, but one mega account that I have like ten different accounts that I have to manage, right? And it's like I have to I have to have way too much trust in somebody to or some or more people one or more people to be able to post what I post when I post it how I post it where I post it you know what I mean and it's like I don't know if I have that kind of trust with anybody so but here's the thing I have the fortune of for uh, the blessings that um I've been married for 13 years and so my husband uh is the financial breadwinner and so he uh, takes care of me financially. I'm like a trophy wife, basically. So, but I have my side, you know, business. So, anyways, whole another story. But yeah, my side hustle, they call it, you know, oh boss hustle. But anyway, it's fun. And so he uh, knows that. Uh, he said to me, he said, "Look, I want because I'm also like a comedian, you know, stand-up comedian and sketch artist, like sketch." Uh, comedy and uh, you know improv comedy and so he said look you just develop your craft and I'll take care of the rest so I have the blessing of taking those three months off a year a lot of people don't have that so yeah probably if I was uh, like a single person and I had to like hustle and make like a certain amount of money and then I could hire more people to do it for me then yeah sure but that's not my situation at the moment. Makes sense. So it's just doing doing what fits for you. Mm-hmm. So my next question for you is your common enemy, right? And so if this is more in line with, like, actually working with your clients. And we say every superhero has their arch nemesis. It's the thing that they constantly have to fight against in their world. In the world of business, it takes many forms. But generally speaking, you put it in the context of your clients, people you work with. And it's really it's a mindset or it's a flaw 
that you're constantly have to fight against to overcome so you can actually get them the results that you promised, right? So you know, the thing you're banging your head against, well, man, if I set a magic wand and I could wave it over my client's head so they could understand this, I'd be able to get them better results or faster results or a higher degree results. What is that thing that you constantly have to fight against with your clients when you bring new clients on or when you're working with your existing clients? I think building a trust, you know, building a, a rapport, um, them not knowing who I am, perhaps, and going, well, I, I don't know who this lady is. I mean, do I really know her or trust her? So as far as I also uh, encourage people to write down reviews and, um, you know, referrals wherever and uh, however they might feel comfortable. Of course, we don't want to be calling everybody, hey, is this girl for real? You know, every five minutes or anything. So, you know, online reviews, online referrals, things like that. Um, so really it has to do with like trust, you know, um, so my prices are very, very, very low, very affordable because I don't, first of all, I don't want to be like, I'm not here for the money, you know, I'm not here to get rich. It ain't going to happen. You know, I'm here for exposure, to be honest. Like I just want to be everywhere all the time. You know, it's my mania, creativity. It's who I am. It's who I was born to be just be out and so the more exposure I'm supposed to expose you the more exposure I get to get too so it's like a win-win situation does that make sense and so uh the trust and so and and then you know and then sometimes the other part of it would be like there's only Twitter, there's only Facebook, there's only uh, Snapchat, there's only there's not any other platforms that I can like expose these these uh you know, these authors or these podcasts that, and I wish that I could, I wish that there were more platforms that I could expose them to, like, uh, you know, the media, the radio, or the actual radio, the actual television, the, the Netflix, whatever, but, you know, little by little, I just, I just began not too long ago, I wouldn't say, there's always hope. So, the, uh, if, if your common enemy is that trust and learning how to build that, the flip side of your common enemy is your driving force, right? So mm -hmm. we say on our show, just like Spider-Man fights to save New York or Batman fights to save Gotham, or Google fights to index and categorize all the information, the world's information, what is it that you fight for in your business, your mission, so to speak, for, for your clients? Sure. So a lot of my clients, you know, they want to do it themselves because they're like, well, you know, you you know, again, the trust. Are they, are they really going to promote me? Are they really going to post, you know, three times a day? for four whole weeks are they really going to do it and then also maybe i could do it it's posting i mean it's not that difficult you have to schedule your posts you have to space them out you have to know where what time of day all these things right i do a lot of research on seo on network marketing digital marketing i mean it's i mean i stay up like till 3 a.m like researching all this information and i'm on all the sites that offer all of the trials and, you know, the, like uh, keyhole.com and, you know, like analytics and data. And uh, I want to I wanna get my clients up on the Google search, you know, stuff like that. You know what I mean? And so uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> what was the flaw, the flip side of <laughs> your, your mission? What is it that you're, you're striving to, uh, to accomplish for your clients here? So that would be it. That would be they, them being number one on Google search. That would be the main mission, you know, like that. That would be like, uh, but no, I think you asked uh, something about the flip side or the drawback. I don't know. I, yeah, that, that, that's the flip side of your common enemy, right? If, if your common enemy is something you fight against, your driving force is the thing you fight for. So you're fighting for getting your people to show up on 
number one in Google from all the social media stuff that you do. And Amazon Kindle, you know, on the high search of Amazon Kindle because I work with a lot of authors and also like uh, iTunes and Spotify high high up on the search yeah, engines. Yeah, so whichever whichever the relevant search is, right? If it's Google or if it's Amazon or if it's iTunes, you want to make sure that they're showing up in those listings. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's the goal. Makes sense. So I'm going to talk a little bit about some practical tools, right? We call this your hero's tool belt. Um, and, you know, just like every superhero has their belt with awesome gadgets like batarangs or web slingers, you probably have one or two tools in your business um, that you can't live without. It could be anything from your notepad, your calendar, to some of your marketing tools um, or your product delivery, anything you think that's essential to getting the job done. What are your top one or two favorite tools you use to actually deliver the results you were to deliver for your clients? Definitely a notebook. I write everything down. Who, what, when, where, why, and how of everything. Who is a client? Who, what do they want? Who, what, when do they want it? How do they, what time frame? Who, what, when, where do they want it? How do they want it? Why do they want it? You know, so the who, the what, the when, the where, the why, and the how of everything is written in my notebook. So you actually handwrite all those things down? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, of course, there's a lot of digital media being done, like uh, uh, promos and poster boards. And but, like, if I'm going to do a poster board, I write it down, and then I and then I translate it to social media. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I find that interesting, right? Because my my wife is like that. She writes everything down in a notebook, and I can't like if I write it in a notebook, it it might as well not exist. Because yeah. I won't be able to read it or find it or anything like that. But I find it interesting that there's certainly there's people like yourself, my wife, one of my uh, good friends, he's the same way. They write everything down in their notebooks. It's like, yeah, I, I would just lose it all. It's like, um, I mean, a lot of times I will, like, uh, screenshot conversations or I will screenshot, like, a, um, a, 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 analy- a, like a data analytic report, you know? Like, I'll screenshot that, and I'll send it to my client. Oh, this is how many people have been looking at your stuff today, etc. So, yeah, sure, I use my phone a lot, and I screenshot a lot of information. Um, but um, my notebook is, like, my go-to. great question so I love Lady Gaga okay not only is she like creative and has men- has mental health um, battles and she's uh, started the Born This Way Foundation for schools to teach mental health and anti and she's anti-bullying and pro being kind you know things like that right She's like all that stuff. And I love her music and I love her, you know, all that stuff. But she's a whole package to me. So my Lady Gaga would be number one. Growing up would have been Madonna. And then as an adult, it was like, it's like, it would be Oprah, you know. And um, also maybe, mm, you know, the likes of Amy Schumer, only because she's like the number seven top comedian. Yeah. <laughs> That's always fun. But, uh, you know, those are my heroes. Lady Gaga, Madonna, Oprah, and Amy Schumer. 
I would say. Nice. Those are all powerful women who have built big media empires. Um, so it's a it's a cool cool place to sort of look at and see where you can uh, where you can get to if you uh, um, if you keep going with what you're doing. Hmm. So. talk to you a little bit about your guiding principles, right? So one of the things that makes heroes heroic is that they live by a code. For instance, Batman never kills his enemies. He just brings them all to Arkham Asylum. So as we sort of wrap up the interview, I want to talk about top one or two principles that you use regularly um, in your life um, to grow your business, right? Maybe something that you wish you'd known when you first started out on your own hero's journey. Sure. Well, um, don't worry about the haters. That's number one. I'm going to have haters, you're going to have haters, she's going to have haters, we're all going to have haters, so don't worry about that. In fact, I love my haters, you know. The more you hate me, the more I'm in the media, so bring it on. So that would be not, but basically wrapping it up would be, don't worry about what other people are saying or thinking about you. Don't Google your name. Okay, because my, things might pop up that might really upset you. And then you can't go to Google and have it changed. And sometimes you upset one person, they write one review because they got upset for one tiny thing. Like you forgot to message them one time. You left them on red one time. They get angry. They, they find out that you're married. They're like, I didn't know you were married. It's like, I'm supposed to announce it to whatever they might get um, upset about, right? And then you get that review, and then it's like, ah, so don't worry about the haters. Don't worry about the trolls. Live your life. Have have fun. That's another principle. It's have fun. If you're not having fun, then you're not doing it right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Always got to have fun. I actually have a good friend of mine. He uh, he actually has someone on his staff that handles all of the uh, incoming messages because of the haters, right? And he's like, I just don't want to see all of that. So we have someone else who filters it all out for them before they uh, uh, it ever gets to them. Because if you're not if you if you're not getting haters, you're not doing something right, right? You got to get out there and you know if you show up, if you're actually showing up and doing things and you know getting out there, there's going to be people who uh, you know who are shooting arrows. Um, so it's a it's a good piece of advice to live by. Don't worry about the haters, right? Because if, if you have haters, you're doing something right. You're making making emotion and and, and going forward. So. That's basically a wrap on our interview, but I do finish every interview with a simple challenge that I call the Heroes Challenge. We do this basically it's a selfish thing I do to help get access to new stories that we might never find on our own. So the question is simple. Do you have someone in your network that you think has a cool entrepreneurial story? Who are they? First names are fine. And why do you think they should come share the story on our show? Absolutely. I have two amazing women that I actually know as people and, well, not people people but they're social they're social people so they're people to me um i have a miss author luna her name is l wolf uh she's got a new book out it's the moonlit tragedy beautiful and uh she can be found on instagram twitter she has her own website her name is ella wolf and i'll be interviewing her here pretty soon so if y'all keep in touch with pink cloud nine podcast y'all can listen to that and then the other lady is author kelly blanchard the muse with her nine book series the chronicles of loric and her first book of the series is someday i'll be redeemed and they're both on amazon kindle and they're both lovely ladies i'm an author too so i have a heart for authors uh, it's not easy getting our books out. And I'm not even going to plug my book. 
If y'all want to know what book I wrote, just Amazon Kindle my name and you'll see it. But, uh, you know, you know, it's hard to get those books out. I don't know. People just don't read these days. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> Makes sense. But we'll reach out to the show and see if we can get one or two, um, one or both of those ladies on our podcast. Um, but as a send-off, right, in comic books, there's always the crowd who says thank you and claps their hands for the act of heroism for on our show, we don't have the crowd of people, so what we want to do is find out from you where can people find you if they want to get help with their social media, right? If they want to light up the bat signal, so to speak, and say, hey, Catherine, can you come help me in my business? Where can they come to find you? And more importantly, who are the right types of people to reach out that you can actually do the most good for? Yeah. So the types of people that are really would be really good to reach out for me are people that are, like, really... Just like me, relaxed, chilled, you get the job done, but you don't stress out over it, you don't have the pressures, you're not stressed out all the time, you're not OCD all the time, you know what I mean? Really just kind of like artistic, creative, open-minded, those are the type of people that I work with, okay? I don't work with, you know, suit up, button up, this has to be this way, and it's got to be like this way, or this way, or that way, or it's not right. I can't work with people like that, like, I'm not like that, I'm, like, totally, like, you know, um, just, um, I'm loud, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in your face, I'm boisterous, I'm, you know, I'm really, like, getting the voice out there for other people as well, so that's really what I do, so if you want to be private, or if you want to not be seen or known, then I'm not the person for you, because I'm going to be like, look, you gotta check her out, she's cool, man, you know, like that. So, and as far as where to find me, I mean, anywhere, really. Uh, Pink Cloud 9, hashtag Pink Cloud 9, uh, on any platform. Um, my name is Catherine Salamanca. I'm all over Facebook. You can messenger me there. I have an email address, pinkcloud9productions at gmail.com. I have a blog. I have just every social media platform and I have a couple books out on Amazon Kindle so really finding me um, is really like not difficult at all <laughs> awesome well that is it thank you so much for coming on the show today Catherine thank you. Um, appreciate your time to come on and actually share with us do you have any final words of wisdom for our audience before I hit this stop record button and we, uh, we finish up the interview sure uh, I just want to say love yourself accept yourself, be kind to yourself, have self-care. I know that we have to take care of other people all the time, but take care of yourself so that you're able to care of, of, of other people as well. And also, not only that, but love yourself, accept yourself. Like, I'll say this and I'll be quiet, I promise. It's beauty and acceptance and confidence does not come from what you think of me. It comes from what I believe about myself. So love yourself, no matter what they say. It's not, they're not, pay, you know, they're not paying attention to you that much. They're paying attention to themselves. Think about you and uh, let's do good in the world and let's stop bullying and be kind. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you very much for coming on, Catherine. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. There we go. That is it. Um, so uh, we are um, recording is over. What I will do is we we're generally we're about six to eight weeks ahead on our production schedule. Mm -hmm. um, when they do go live, I'll make sure uh, our team lets you know, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll go.